Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Hi, everyone. Happy August. Welcome to another episode of Homestead Happenings. Um, a lot has happened um, in the last two weeks since the last episode. A lot of changes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where to. It's going to be a lot to to um, kind pack of into yeah episode. pack it into what episode. Definitely, it's been a lot of shakeups and closing of chapters, and hopefully, um, writing of new ones. Of course, not hopefully there will be um, new ones. Of course, just as one chapter closes, always there's a new one always opens or uh, is written um the biggest news is that rest farmhouse inspired which um Jordan and i have been working at um the last two years um closed uh we just got today the news yeah day. today was the last day we went up there and were there at the last closing had good cries and waterworks and good <laughs> memories but and shared bad, shared, shared interesting stories shared <laughs> Laughter and how everybody's yeah we shared a lot of stuff. Um, it came all I have to say it did come suddenly. Um, fortunately, as it said, if you want to find out the you know maybe the whole thing, go to Rest Farmhouse Inspired dot com we website. Our own podcast. Yeah, it and it kind of tells a story why they closed. In but yeah, we just found out um, staff meaning we me, me and Jordy, Jordy and I um, found out of last week. last week. And they closed within a week. Um, it was a kind of a hard decision. Um, they wanted to um, be in business till it sold, but with six of the staff having to start college, um, it kind of happened quicker well, than they thought. New, yeah, you know, new staff at the time. So, so yeah, the reason why they closed is sad. Is it is was a family-run enterprise, and of course, as we know, <laughs> family-run enterprises are run on families money and the money ran out out. they were no longer able to do that they had um like i said it says in the letter but i'm just going to kind of paraphrase uh what happened was there was a promise of uh working with a partnership with an investor slash restaurant entrepreneur person um and unfortunately it didn't pan out so kind of left them with nothing so 
they made the hard decision. It was family or the restaurant, and they chose family because otherwise. Um, but uh, you know that's the way it goes. It's sad. It was I. You it know. came on at a good time because yeah. I started working before Dad died, and then after Dad died, we lived basically week to week from their paycheck mm -hmm. um, until the, we got the farm back up and running. So uh, we don't want to be dramatic and say we couldn't survive without them, but they did definitely help us out through those uh, yeah, first fine. couple of months. Mm -hmm. It was also good to I don't know how you say get out of the house and deal with other people and get person. a paycheck yeah <laughs> uh, that helped um and they also bought a lot of our uh, produce yeah extra surplus produce we were able to bring in every week and, and also the farm boxes broth bread um seeing we're gonna try they're gonna try to keep it going uh on the side but i'm not sure how long that's gonna last yeah you know, might have to take it off the farm box it does affect handful of people to order their stuff through our farm box program and it is going to be interesting to see the changes happening there. Yeah, but I mean it's a challenge like I said I don't know that people say uh, can't go back, um, can't you know can't go back, can't, what do they call it? No, what do they say? No can't grits? go back and change, no you can't change you know things that already That's, happened but yeah. you know certain things you, you wondered if they had something hadn't happened and if they had like I said as you heard, heard in her in Christina's podcast they hadn't plan on opening a restaurant so if they went in thinking you know they were coming into a, like the, we're opening a restaurant had it been different and they, they were learning on the fly because yeah. it was uh, a lot of learning pains and he said if you weren't expected to do something and then it was thrown it was not thrown in your lap but it was fell in your lap and then Jordan worked well, the front of house at the okay. You came in in probably August, and I you were your front of house. I came in probably end of September, so we're yeah. about a month apart. You had to work the front of house, and it you was, had nothing to it serve. Was difficult because they yeah. weren't ready. Yeah, so. they mm -hmm. people. Came I had in worked as waitresses, and then had run uh, a tea shop. Well, a tea shop, but also run the homestead. Uh -huh. You know, and served sixty people in one night, and pretty much made everybody happy, and. You know, I kind of knew how it, something should run, and wasn't quite there. And um, so yeah, they were. But I was there at the beginning, and um, it was a, it was a little hard today. Yeah, it was, and it was rough. No, I mean it was rough at the beginning too, mm -hmm. because the pastries and stuff, they didn't know what they were doing. Really, I mean, they honestly, and they admit that they didn't know what they were doing. And so yeah. it was a, it was this when people Learning would come in, you know, they wanted coffee, they wanted pastries, they didn't have that stuff, so they would run around and make this stuff up. Yeah, now, things weren't and prepped. Uh -huh. I remember just like being like cold sweats a lot because yeah. it was, you know, well, you're front of house, you're the you're the face, and mm -hmm. then people so, don't get out of the back. I think with any startup, uh -huh. even, yeah. uh, even when the well, the group Annie started. Well, you start with a small crowd. We did, small, we did start small, though. Yeah. We didn't say, we're going to feed 60 people yeah. a five-course meal. You know, and, we and, just said, in a house kitchen. Yeah. You know, so. We just did strawberry shortcake and ice cream, I think we started. Then we just kind yeah, of started then expanding. Slowly added. Then somebody said they want a sandwich. Well, yeah, but like I said, it is kind of sad because now it's actually almost running like a restaurant. It has a decent pastry um, case up front. Um, it... You know, the back the was working. Time. Yeah, the back was working because I had a prep list and anybody could come in and, and prep was happening. Um, we had prep and then we had backup prep and we had, yeah, it was so we weren't prepping during lunch rush. And so it was actually. Well, they also had a large turnover staff, so yeah. it was kind of hard to um, 
like you keep it consistent because mm -hmm. you're always training new people. Mm -hmm. So turnover staff, they said labor cost was brutal. Um, I think they had eleven people on staff, mm -hmm. and and six of them were going to go off to to college and uh, next school. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah next so week. So it was an end of an era, mm -hmm. even though uh, it was a two-year era, but. Mm -hmm. Is things trying to move on on some things? They made the call on that, and we have to make some decisions on our lives what to continue or discontinue. Uh, like I said, we talked about Gabriel making decisions that affect his farm, that affects our farm. Rest does affect our farm box program, it's not going to put us out of business, but does affect our yeah, and, and, income, growing, a our and the growing of flowers. They would oh, they sometimes order four boxes a week. I mean, they were one of the what. Steady, steady customers of edible flowers for a whole yeah, two so years. Yeah, so I mean, it helped us out. You, if you weren't, you were getting paid or a minimum wage. You, you supplemented your income with the uh, produce by selling the surplus produce. So, unfortunately, by the time they figured everything out, they ran out of time. So yeah. and money. And money. So we have to figure. Yeah. So people asking. So people are coming up. They're like, "What are we gonna do? Well, what am I'm gonna do?" <laughs> Cause they know, they know. Like I said, they, yeah, they know it was the, you know, and I, it was like working for family, and I was, in a, you know, passionate about food. But I didn't, I couldn't see myself being a like quote line chef there. I mean, I was doing a lot of other stuff, but it was like. Well, you got promoted several times. Yeah, I got promoted, um, but yeah, we did need help. So well, they couldn't pay you what you were. Yeah. Working. So. Yeah. So that's. That's going to be interesting what I'm going to figure out. But I figure I uh, haven't done any workshops in the homestead in a long time. We won't, still want to do... tour. We need to do tours. So I figure... Coming out yeah. the last yeah. farm dinner. And yeah, so if anybody's local and they want to come to the farm dinner and farm tour, it's on August 23rd. Um, Rest Farmhouse Inspired and Urban Homestead will be partnered again. And, uh, and our kitty says yes. Um, and so, yeah, you can come on that. The... Um, you can buy tickets on restfarmhouseinspired.com and is it on our website, Jordan, yet? Uh, let me, I would have to check. Yeah, we'll check, but it should be up yeah, this week. So we'll send out a, remind me, send out a newsletter. <laughs> let me make a, my list is like a bazillion long. Yeah. long. So, um, yeah, that, there was a lot of stories, a lot of history, a lot of um, humor, a lot of tears, a lot of... Uh, yeah, because... Unfortunately, you came... Unfortunately, the... Is a domino effect that they took care of their family. A lot of their extended family lost their jobs and mm -hmm. had to move on mm -hmm. to other jobs or school or college or whatever. So I know it's funny because Christina was saying, who was the co-owner, Christina Evans, um, which we interviewed on, on the podcast, was she mentioned to me. She said, "You know, um, I was going to work on my resume," and she says the last time, and she kind of makes the last time I had. It, I went to look for it. She says, you know, it was on a floppy disk. Her <laughs> resume. I was like, oh. I think Darren Denial hasn't quite hit him yet. Yeah. I mean, it was, I think the pressure of meeting payroll, rent, and thing. Um, well, rent is ridiculous. Probably took a toll on them. Mm -hmm. and, after, and then if you had to hire new people mm -hmm. to then fire people or let people go at the end because you can stay in business. Timing, you know, but it is interesting. Can family businesses and which they everybody says now, okay, now they have really good pastries and stuff. 
And they got some good help. And they got some, there's a couple, de de you know, good help that so so solidified that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, people were like, we're coming in sad, devastated. You know, the people in the community, devastated. I mean, in tears, literally bawling their eyes out that we were closing and then what they were going to do. And I just, I don't know. It just. But they, they had the same problem we have. Yeah. How do you take a family yeah. business and grow and expand and payroll, you know, mm -hmm. rent and stuff like that. We have the same decisions or dilemmas. Say, how, how much expansion before you go under? How mm -hmm. much expansion? How much can you afford? Yeah. So and Jordan just did their website, which is, <laughs> they said it was beautiful, by the way, which... If anybody wants a website done, Dorian has now ample time on her hands to uh, do oh, web work. Website. Yeah, so Jordi no, can, um, yeah, so if you look at the website and you like their work, Jordan can help you with that. Um, she made a really good website, so, and she's going to be, you said, working on ours next, kind of making improvements and trying to kind of bring yeah, that back so up to speed. Uh, that's only one the bazillion things that happened. Yeah, so that like, was, so. let's see, did we get everything on that one? Uh, see, rest of the, see, the day was the last day, uh, and then Mondays, like, I got all yeah. the free time in my hands. Yeah. No, no more soups. My last soups and quiches. And so we're joking, last supper and <laughs> last stuff like this. So, um, um, yeah, I mean, they had a good run. Uh, fortunately, things change, business can't changes, the economy is brutal. Mm -hmm. People lose their job, people lose their thing. They, um, they took care of their family, and I, you know, I have to admire them that for that. That, and it was a family business. Like I yeah. said, so the girls, the, the the kids, and the girls, they worked. Yeah, but they have to. They're going off to school, so yeah. they have to replace things. So I, I don't know. You know, hopefully it's not the end of the partnership. I assume we can work together on some other. Um, Probably fun. not, but you know, the, mean, everybody's got to take a break for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that. I think they're gonna have quite registered it yet. But uh, mm -hmm. speaking of denial or loss or whatever, we did lose uh, another hoop and musician. Hoot Manning is um, The guy who wrote the Urban Homestead themes, theme song that is on every podcast, Tom Fair, died uh, the week of his birthday hiking the local mountains in Mount Wilson. Um, he, we interviewed him for a podcast and I don't know if he told the story about how he was, hadn't written a song in a long time, he was very... He has written a lot of songs, but he hadn't written a long bunch of songs until he came to Hootenanny and he was inspired to write the Urban Homestead song. He also wrote Friends in Need or something. Friends, yeah, not many people wrote that. But. Another song he wrote that was inspired by our family and the Hootenanny crowd. Um, so we're going to have Tom Ferry's Memorial and next month. Uh, so it's sort of, been, sort of stunning and shock because, but he did have uh, some health problems, but... But it's like... Rob Sandiford, a huge musician. Dad, Dwayne, Dwayne Ed, Tom, Ed Tom, Kevin's mom, Tom, Kevin Thing, Bill and Nancy's mom. Yeah, I mean, you just, yes, it's almost Tom Fair. No. Tom Fair, and then there's only a couple people, regulars left. And then, you know, Donna Hicks. I mean, he did, like I said, he was one besides Dwayne that got the crowd going to. Well, oh, he did the. Uh, What's hand that? Jive. Hand jive. Everybody loved that one. He got yeah, uh, people. Dwayne, he yeah. was another, like, participatory. He got. Audience, uh, well, what else did you do? Like, yeah, well, the irony was we were away. talking. Oh, Wim Away, yeah. The irony was now that the rest farmhouse was closed, the irony was 
we had discussed whether we could bring the hoot nanny back in a like in some part of some sort maybe of form. for a year or something. Potluck or buffet style mm -hmm. or just the summer series. And Tom Fair was one of the guys that would have uh, run it. So yeah, that was hmm. so it was a, it was rest uh, saying that, but then Tom Fair and then it's just like. It's just like okay. I mean, I not to be indifferent, but it's just enough already. You can't mm -hmm. you can't process this. We'll deal with it. Um, he said he was inspired enough to write our song and the live. And the music video is online. The yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, he did some. Oh, he did how many concert, concerts? Concerts and. Yeah, it was a lot of footage one day. I just, I don't even know if I, I'm going to have to get a volunteer one day to go through all the footage I have, and they can put it up. I, I thought, yeah, sometimes I've thought about doing it, but I just accept my limitations. Not only time, it's not time, I just can't do it. Mm -hmm. So, there should be these videos put up, but... I mean, there's a lot, what, how much hours? I know. Um, I would, I'm going to put out, you know, a call for volunteers and somebody could just sit there and cut them and put them up because just, you know, you can accept that I'm just not going to do it. Not phys, I mean, it's not physical. I mean, how many, you have that whole, there's a whole, what, one, two, three, four, five, is that a, is that like a little shelf, shelf thing, five things of cassette tapes, right? Right there, that no, thing? No, it's not the tapes, oh. it's hard drives. It's hard drives, oh wow. But, um, one hard drive, about like a terabyte. Okay. And then, yeah, well. And and then just I'm gonna probably shop for a media volunteer because I'm not gonna do it. No, that's just, just another another chapter. I can't the... <laughs> emotionally, mentally, will not cope with it. I have yeah. to. I have to. Yeah, it's look, better somebody that's detached. I have to look forward, yeah. and it should be put up, and it's awesome, but I just can't. Oh, and then another one, another ho hoot nanny person, Donna, was in the hospital. Yeah, that was touch and go. Heart yeah, well, issue, I mean, so just, just uh, um, we had no. That was going on at the same time. She was just yeah. in the hospital last week, so that was touch and go. She was had a little harder road to recovery with her heart issues. So yeah, she was another one. Saying, so it's so a lot. It's a lot of uh, it's, uh, definitely a lot of changes, shakeups. Not in only our lives. I'm talking to other people. I'm not gonna mention names, but uh, possible shakeups of you know. Oh, not to mention Sergio. They lost it. We mean, Interview him yeah. <laughs> one episode, and they took yeah that they, took his garden away they basically took his garden away politics and said thank you we'll appreciate your three years of work we're giving it to a person and you can have this they patch of dirt in the boondock no in the boondocks but and gross I don't know that's a long story there too so that happened that that last week too yeah, yeah happy yeah. days hmm uh, yeah just uh. Wow. <laughs> so it's like, you don't know where to start. It's like, uh, I know, and he's like, just when it started, you're like, just when the tomatoes and, and the things were coming on, you know, and it's just, and the flowers are beautiful, and it's like, okay, now you have this sandy patch of gopher hole dirt. And, and you can plant something there, and he's like, uh, yeah. Starting from scratch. So, I mean, it's starting from scratch. <laughs> starting from scratch. That's a, it's going to be this, I think that's this is starting from scratch. Yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, you have to. Well, there's enough work to be done here. The regular paycheck did come in handy. Mm -hmm. You have to decide, um, take a couple of weeks off, yeah. mm -hmm. figure out what you want to do. Um, if we do tours, workshops, classes. Um, definitely the weather has affected a lot of people. We canceled 
The last farm dinner because it was, it was 107 hot. degrees. And, and it was humid. Nobody wanted to cook in the kitchen and it was pretty heat index or heat warning, what do you call it? Mm -hmm. um, excessive heat warning. Excessive heat warning, that's something. So, um, plans haven't gone, haven't gone according to plan. Mm -hmm. um, the thing is changing on the fly. Um, we've had issues also. Jory's truck broke down in the desert, or check engine light came on, um, so she had truck issues, caused more delay. Um, the garden is bare, I mean, I poured enough water in it, but it's almost a full-time jar, keeping everything watered. Everybody said the garden looks good, it smells good, and stuff like that, but I'm starting to notice it's getting rough on the edges. And it's the end of summer. It's the end of summer, so some of the, the, the stuff is leggy, woody, and thing, and it's too hot for the salad greens, so I'm turning over the last of the salad greens, trying to debate if I try to plant, squeeze in another batch of cucumbers, tomatoes, beans, or try to get some fall crops in. So lots of changes happening. I think the last episode, I think we were saying Justin was going out to check the bees, so I did check the bees a couple weeks ago. Um, they were full of honey. Hopefully go out tomorrow, harvest the honey, help from David, borrow his extractor, and that's according to plan, but stay tuned because nothing has gone according to plan. Um, yeah. But it was interesting to see how much, I was surprised how much honey there was, but I'd have to decide how much honey to take, and it's still there, nothing happened, but at Gabriel's farm, that's going to be an all-day affair. Um, like I said, watering is a full-time job with the temperature. And full size plants in the containers. Peppers look good, tomatoes look good. Getting 20, 30 pints of tomatoes a week. The figs are just coming in. Um, put them on the farm box this week. And it felt like everybody ordered figs. And so we ran out of figs. Um, this week, I think with the more trees, we we're worried about that tree. It was kind of weird. It's still kind of weird. It's sort of stunted, not as tall. And the figs don't seem to be much. The one tree by the one tree in the backyard had really tiny little baby figs so I don't know if that's probably the drought and the other tree that said was sort of stunted I think if you listen to the podcast where it said stay tuned to see what it seemed to have stopped growing like it used to be 20 feet high and now it's like 12 feet high so I don't know if that had to do with that late freeze or we sort of I think we touched on it like it was frozen in time mm -hmm. yeah um, so the speaking okay so it's been the I think it's been hot. And Jordi, what Jordi was saying, you went to see a ranch. What was it? Uh, it's out in uh, Mojave. It's went to go visit a cavern. And it's in the Mojave. It's pretty much in the middle of nowhere. It's like dry. Like don't go out there without gas in your tank. Um, it's like between here and Vegas. It's a, it's really really out there. And there's a ranch out there, and they, they said, yeah, it's a three-generation ranch. It's been there for eons. And I'm like, yeah, we know we live in the desert. We know it gets hot. But this has been the longest sustained heat. You know, it's not like, you know, people go out in the desert and go, oh, it's hot. We live in the desert. Mm -hmm. But it's longest sustained heat, they recall. Yeah, yeah and so um, it seems like when I, when I drive it to work, we go along the sort of the Royal Seco pretty much all the time and then get up to like the Verdugo Hills on the Montrose Descanso and it's like Garden. yeah Descanso Gardens and it looks like everything's been blowtorched all yeah, the trees pretty, look like noticeable. just like tsh, like somebody took it and then Mike Fenton who has a farm in 
Fillmore, or not Fillmore, yeah, Fillmore, right? Fallbrook. Fallbrook, sorry. Fallbrook. He said he showed a picture on his thing and he said he's never. And the hillside of the oak trees. He said he never. He's been there how many years? Never seen it like that. Just like brown, scorched, like scorched earth, like. I mean, like I said, if you're in the avocado business and you lost all those. Our avocado of Mexico was hit. And I was sort of disappointed because we lost our harvest. But I knew that the tree needed to be cut down because it's been a couple years since Dad cut it. And I was, by the time I got around to it, it was too late. started blooming. So this week, I cut it down to half the size. And the whole top, what do you call it, six, in, six feet of it was fried. You know, when you start leaning in. And then we've had the, not only heat, mosquitoes. Those, well, we ants. never see. The no, and ants. The ants is so, so bad they made the news. Mm -hmm. So bad we had... Uh, Ants come in the front door across 30, 20, 30 feet of carpet to get Marley's food. And yet, in, across the room, and another thing. Double lane, double wide, quadruple wide. Ants from way, way far away. I mean, we always have ant problems. But yeah, this one's yeah, extremely, extremely aggressive. And then the There's mosquitoes. Ants in the car. Yeah, the ants in the car. And then the mosquitoes, which are, you don't see them, you don't hear them. And then you look down, well, you got welts. We don't have you get welts on your arms, welts on your back. Well, it's on your legs, and it's it's, and you're sitting out there, and you can't even sit up there outside anymore. It's weird. We don't have mosquitoes with California, know, and all of a sudden it's like you can't even sit outside. No, in the summertime, we can't even sit outside anymore. Oh no, you know, the, you know this is the first time, the first summer ever, I have sprayed myself with what they call that neem, uh, whatever whatever Christina got for us. It was like a mosquito uh, spray. Citronella, whatever. Mm -hmm. sprayed, I've never sprayed that stuff on me since what we, we came, like camping in, in Utah. Huh? Yeah. That's so like nuts. Said the, they said the things, things are changing. I, I said it seems like I'm watering almost all the time, every day. Imagine drip if you didn't have the drip irrigation. I'll be toast. Um, so I dig it on for a couple hours overnight or whatever, and or I'm doing farm boxes and it does it's a lifesaver. The other stuff like the pepper tubs with the oyas, I still gotta fill them up. Um, it just seems like as soon as I fill them up, the next day it's dry. Um, and then some of the bugs are starting to come in. I so spotted a couple spider mites, so sprayed some rosemary oil. See if I can stop them. Keep the tomatoes going for another month or two. Um, basically, we're out of the salad business. It's a good run. It's about eight to ten, eight to nine months out of the year. I'm trying to get that started now, so that when it cools down, it's supposed to cool down next week, or at least a week, that we can have some. What do you call it? Less gap. Um, lots, lots of turnover of the garden, changing over cucumbers, beans, squash, and stuff like that. So, yeah, sometimes, know, sometimes it's, just, it's like. Mm. I don't know, either I'm getting old or I'm tired sometimes. It's oh, work. It's a lot of work. Um, so speaking of work, we're going to, uh, one of the things we mentioned in the last episode, we were going to, um, we haven't figured out how to work this, and I don't know if it's called an internship, because it's not. No, it's ish, and it's not, because they're going to, no, because they're going to, we have an extra room. So let's put it this way. We have an extra room, and uh, bedroom, and we thought about, renting it out um, for a volunteer live-in opportunity 
uh, where somebody can live there, pay us some rent to help us, and also help us on the farm um, with stuff. So mm -hmm. that could get be, some, you know, get you know, be a part of it for a while. Yeah. So later, what you know, maybe thought of things thrown out there: two month experience, four month experience, a six month experience. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna work on the wording on that. Work on the form on that to set mm -hmm. applications. Um, yeah, but so we're gonna pretty yeah pretty soon so volunteer live-in program I don't even know like I said yeah, trying to figure out what it's called it so um, get a, you know rent a room in, at the homestead and then um, experience it basically because um, you know we are trying to find ways to you know I guess unique ways to diversify to keep our homestead afloat because it is. <sighs> It needs it needs some funds. Um, we can't do it by ourselves. Um, it takes people and, and it takes and money. So we're trying to kind of creative ways to do that. Jordan's going to be also working with uh, hopefully uh, a lady. She wants to sponsor a chicken oh, coop. Yeah, so that's one. Maybe yeah. make improvements on that. I so that'd be nice. I it for us. It's just yeah. uh, kind of a lot in my mind, and I have to sit there and draw out what I want. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, let's see, I have a, I know we like to do some more interviews, so hopefully um, after the summer, I think maybe yeah, things will settle down. Right Scheduling is hard with everybody in and out of town. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully get some interviews. Improve the equipment a little so that it's easier yeah. to set up. Yeah, so right now Jordy's got this like Jerry Rig mic in the middle of the table. So there was a, there's some things that are new on the market. That we're looking at, but you know, take some fun. So, we can try to look also for sponsors uh, to add add uh, add sponsors for the for the podcast. So there's like I said, there's a to do there's a to do, do list that's quite long. So, um, and then maybe we can get volunteers for that too. So, mm -hmm. we are trying. It just sometimes doesn't feel like not not enough time of the day or. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm just exhausted. So running on fumes sometimes. Um, but yeah, people were asking me what you know the soups. <laughs> one of the one of the person texted me. Well, now that rest, you know, now that rest is gone, can you give me your recipe for these soups? I was like, oh, you'll sell it to I don't know. No, it was cute, but I was like, oh, I don't know. So I don't even recipes. I just I took. I mean, I looked. There's a recipe, and then I kind of modified a little bit to well, taste. It's yeah. like to taste. You well, know? It's like the drinks. People want to yeah. ask people drinks. I can't tell so, you. So. I can tell you, um, roasted red pepper soup. No. Yeah, roasted no red pepper. But like, so for instance, the tomato basil quiche. It's really popular. It's very easy to make. Get yourself a quiche crust, basic quiche crust. We do it at Rest Farmhouse. We do it gluten free. But so you did that. You um, what I do is I take some crumbled goat cheese, put that on the bottom. Oh well, actually, let's back that up a little bit. Cook the cook the pie crust. Uh, put. The pie crust in the pie uh, container, and then um, four coals in it. Put some foil down and some beans to keep it from bubbling up. Put it in the oven. I'd say, see, the problem is sometimes the oven is preheated there. I think it's like 350, 375, because yeah. they already have it on a temperature. So um, and I think I put that in for about 20 minutes. Take it out. Let it cool. It has to cool completely. Then I put like a crumb crumbled grilled cheese. 
So there you get this caramel goat cheese and then we cut up the herbs. So the herbs you can use are like, um, I like to use for of course, fresh basil, some chives. You can put a little bit of thyme if you want, not too much. Even rosemary, but not too much. You don't want to overpower. You want it to be more basil and chives. So I chopped that up fine. I sprinkled it on top of the goat cheese. So then you take about, um, let's see, depending on how many tomatoes, maybe two or three tomatoes. You slice them nice, decent size, chunk, kind of chunky, because what is the, the tomatoes are going to, um, like um, with the heat, they're going to get uh, smaller. So I, and I lay them down like, um, like, a, like a layer, just kind of, Place them on top of each other, round one layer on the top and then the layer on the bottom. And then, um, so then you put like that. Then you put, um, let's see, about 10 to 12 uh, chicken, uh, chicken eggs to uh, salt and pepper and then about uh, half a cup of heavy cream. And then you mix the eggs together and then pour that into you know, your, your uh, pie pan there with the tomatoes and the, and the herbs and the cheese. And then you bake it about, I'd say 375 for about, I'd say it'd probably be more like 50 minutes mm -hmm. to 60 minutes, but I check it at like 50 because sometimes I turn it down a little bit. It rises really high. So I'm going to check on that, check on that. And that's it. The tomato basil quiche, very simple, very easy. Everybody loves it. It's good breakfast. It's good cold good hot and warm it up so that is the quiche recipe it's very simple um, you can do that and then you can even do it with like um, roasted veggies you can roast um, eggplant roast some um, onions roast some zucchini and put that in there with maybe you could do a goat cheese or maybe you can do it with like gruyere or something like that mm -hmm. um, different kind of cheese or you can mix cheeses um, and that, like that so what's nice about the tomato quiche even though you put the tomatoes at the bottom and then you put the egg mixture on top, the tomatoes float to the top and it's really pretty because they break through and they kind of get burnt. Nice yeah, it makes a little pattern and it's pretty. So that is the tomato basil quiche recipe. There you go. <laughs> so, and you have to write it up and put it on the blog. I know. Or make myself a cookbook in my spare time. <laughs> it's always been in the list. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> so, all right. So that's that um, recipe. Any, uh, let's see, what else? Because a lot of changes, a lot of happening, there's been a lot of discussions, shall we say, heated discussions about what the future of green. Um, there is a lot of things in the works. Uh, there's decisions made to stop some things that we were talking about before, about the podcast, if we can continue it, and for how long. Um, other things like the Farm Box program, how fast can you, how, not how fast, how much can you grow? and supply people without not being able to deliver. So it's currently at 75, and about half the people order every week. Um, I'm a little concerned with the people coming back into town that were out of town that I signed up with people. So uh, it's definitely learning pains, growing pains. Um, my number one or number one issue is growing too fast and not being able to deliver. We did pick up the bees uh, this year, this time. And I'm supposed to harvest some honey tomorrow. Um, we're gonna try to pick up biodiesel again. So we're gonna biodiesel. Uh, Jordy and Nisi had surprised me for my birthday back in April with some money to paint the truck, and I've been putting it off for a while. And it happened to be uh, a cat. 
Happened to be a slow month. I had was in contact with this guy to paint the truck for a while. Um, unfortunately, pretty bad timing with the loss of Rest and Tom Fair. So although I should be happy and excited that it was done, it's sort of bittersweet because it's basically paint. And although I needed to protect the investment on the truck because there's a lot of money tied up into it. And Get by diesel going. Um, unfortunately, like I said, came at a weird time. I couldn't postpone it because I already committed um, to doing it. But with Tom Fair and lo losing Tom Fair and losing rest, it sort of took the, I'd say, the fun out of it or took the excitement out of it. So I have a nicely painted truck, um, but I'm not too excited about it timing wise but it's done yeah, I appreciate yeah, everybody who tipped in and for the surprise it was definitely a surprise and it definitely helped I kept putting it off and I finally got around to it so I'd like to thank everybody for surprising me and raising money um, to help pay for part of it didn't pay for all of it it did pay for part of it um, so it was a coupon <laughs> it was a discount yeah, yeah. discount coupon uh, like I said it was kind of Weird, weird week to do it, but it was long overdue. So I don't want to say, you know, get your priorities in order and death and loss of jobs definitely top priority. But if there's yeah. if there's a, a bright side, trucks painted from back from April. You guys surprised me with the gift and finally got it delivered mm -hmm. the other day so um, it's a nice looking truck I appreciate everybody's donation for it now to figure uh, out we're driving to Rest Farmhouse today and just got a what <laughs> you got a two fingers loose yeah, right? you yeah he's driving old I know um, like I said we're driving around with with that with the like, beat up job like nice truck the guy goes across the street and then they, do you want to sell it mm -hmm. from a FedEx driver it's no. 30 years old Recently, real, that happened? Yeah. I was driving home from delivering uh, mm -hmm. to a Crespo, and mm -hmm. the guy yells from across the street on Ferro, it's nice truck. And then, so it's 30 years Stats old, you know, 30 on. years old, real metal. Well, it was one, what, how many, it was in a lot of TV pieces, was CNN? Yeah, it's been on our clock uh, yeah, a while, and it's... Fourth engine, it's got 160,000. Of course, it's been on Homegrown Revolution. Yeah, Homegrown Revolution's been Our on. Our film. So, maybe a little bit of incentive was to make me do buy diesel, um, at least supplement our fuel. Mm -hmm. um, now um. that they kept some bees going and get the thing going. But it is 30 years old, it does need some work, so need some alignment work, need the front windshield. Um, the AC doesn't work, so it's a little hot box in the summer. Because it's black. It's black. And guess when I painted it? I painted it black. So, oh, and then we did open title this week, this month. Was that this month? Yeah. It was, it was, a two, it was this Tuesday before last Wednesday, before Sergio lost his uh, garden. The Tuesday before Wednesday, he lost his garden. That's yeah, good that was. That's good uh, calculation. <laughs> now I remember. I remember but no, no, no. Really so, what was, what did we talk about that? You guys were talking. Uh, oh, the, the guy I was talking to, he's like, I said, I get a dollar an ounce per salad. Mm -hmm. He was shocked. I said, yeah, well, you know, for eight months out of the year, anyways. Um, it's been brutal for a lot of people. 
trying to diversify and make ends meet. I think it's just a tough, it's a tough sell. Farming's tough. You only do what you love. But everybody comes by, so the yard looks good. They jump don't look closely. There's a lot of, lo lot of love and a lot of water. And that's how it goes. But um, it seems like it's never ending, 20 hour days. Um, but I love what I do. Uh, the question is what to do next and how to afford it. So, as I said, here comes there comes the like I said Especially creative way podcast. yeah creative ways how to survive because like I said you you go through uh, oh uh, Natalia that's after what was it eight years they said uh, CU they said that was an organization put that put um, put gardens in like faith based churches mm -hmm. they were like they closing their doors. It's it's rough. It's brutal. I don't know. It's uh, and the thing is, you we not it's like, like there's money needed to for operations, and upkeep, right, and improvements. So operations, upkeep, improvements. So uh, learning works is coming back, and, and the that charter school is coming. We appreciate them. Um, Considerous again. They're going to bring their kids by for a tour and canning. Uh, well, canning. Sorry, to say. A tour and jam making workshop. Um, so we'll get two days from them. Um, I don't know if New New Horizon will be putting their farm to table program. I sent out an email with them, but I haven't heard back. If I don't hear from back, I know. So yeah, I'm gonna have to come, come up with creative ways how to m make some. Now that you got all the free time, time in the world. <laughs> Sorry about that. Ha ha ha. Now you have in the world, and if he doesn't, stay tuned. If he doesn't drive me crazy in the next two weeks, now that she's gonna be around every day. Hey, who's wait? Give me. Do I drive you crazy, or you gonna drive me crazy? Who's first? Who's first? And it didn't even last a day. We're already at each other's throats. Okay. Stay tuned, see if we survive to the next episode of Homestead Happenings. You never know what to expect. Uh, like I said, yeah, and please, and if you are local and you like to come to the farm dinner and farm tour, August 23rd, we could really use your um, support. Um, and like I said, it will be rest's final farm dinner. Um, and. Uh, our neighbors sprinklers. Yeah, our neighbors. Wait, our hold on. No, that is us. That is not us watering or the house not burning down. Um, it's the neighbors sprinklers coming yeah, on. Because it's like. Because we are. Hell yeah. Maybe we, it's nine o'clock at night, so we the are. Open. <laughs> and the so, windows are open, so we're. Yeah, yeah I'm like sitting, sitting here, here sweating. Headphones on, and I'm like, wait, what's that? You can't turn the fan on because <laughs> you wouldn't hear us. So we're here yeah. innocent. And Justin sweat through his shirt. That's how yeah, humid it is. Soaking wet. Soaking so. wet. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, and then um, if we what survive. else? Yeah, what else? And yeah, get farm dinner tickets and anything else. Anything else? No. The, do I remember you? I don't know. I have no. What's that word? Uh, Work, Tom oh, and hopefully I'll get a workshop. I'm thinking of making doing a jam making workshop. So if I can get my um, um, see how much honey you get tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, if we get down there tomorrow, I uh, got a 12 frame extractor. Should be a long day. The water tonight. I have to get yeah. tomorrow. If David helps me, and we'll see how much okay. honey you get. And we thank for everybody for continue tuning in because the numbers are still. The downloads are still growing, so we appreciate uh, you tuning in, even though we can't do it every week. Like I said, with our scheduling, is kind of crazy. No, so we have free time. We can do it every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want, I can. 
And now, tune in to the next episode of Homestead Happening. Days of And Justin would be like, stop bothering me. Oh, like I said, but I don't know what you can do. And sometimes it doesn't happen. She's going to follow you around the yard. Yeah, the voice recorder. What are you doing now? And Justin in his natural yeah. habitat. Yeah, walk around. Crikey! Walk around, go, what are you doing now, Justin? Okay. <laughs> oh, if I get the portable one, yeah. So if I get some money and I get a portable one, I could just follow him around. Yeah, so I said, what are you doing now, Justin? He's doing. And then Look at the way he's planting. Yeah. Well, it was still so hot, the cats moved out. Um, <laughs> They just come, just, we see them a couple times a day, they're, they're like, in the where's, where's my food, where's just my food, just, and then they give you the one-finger salute with your tail, and they say, see ya, go find a cool place, and they're going to go, so they decided to move out, and so really weird is, I see them when I feed them, and it's just too hot, um, Marley's like passed out in front of the fan, his butt isn't moving, um, we take him for a walk, and he's like, I'm done. Five minutes, we're cool. Um, uh, it is hot. We complain too much, but it is hot. And I'm so worried about my car. I drive her without the air conditioner on. Which oh, yeah, Justin is Norton. a very purging experience. Well, I, I say drenched in sweat, and I have all the windows open, and... It's a great charcoal gray car, so... Um, well, no, it's that. I'm just afraid to put the air conditioner on, and so I'm like in a hundred degrees. Well, Dorothy still, still is a country music song to be written. Yeah, she got her car broke down, lost Again. her job, and... So, like I said, if you need website you work story, or whatever... You tell the story of the thing, the alternator went bad, so $350 for an alternator. <coughs> yeah. And they put in the new alternator, and it shorts out to $80, $100 extra. It's a, it's a nice car, but it's costing a little fortune, so I don't know. So that's got another decision has to be made with that one. And then, um, like I said, Jordan had his awesome website, restfarmhouseinspired.com. But now she can do another website if you want her. So like I said, we're all, we need jobs, right? Well, I do. I'm hiring, but I just not paying anybody. Yeah, I see so. He's not even paying I'm not even paying myself. Yourself, so. So the goal, our goal for the future is Pay yourself first? No. That's what, no, all these business people we talk to and all these people are telling us what you should do. do and what to do. Pay yourself first. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm not happening. Okay. Yes. All right. So uh, on that note, to see if we get we'll paid pay ourselves week. first um, <laughs> to get paid. If you do get paid next week or next month, uh, stay tuned. But like I said, some days I feel like holding my breath because a lot of things happening overnight and some things you can't control, obviously, life, death, uh, other people's lives, family. Yeah. So that's close up, end of a chapter, end of an era. Tom Fair, end of a chapter, end of an era. Um, we'll have his memorial, um, I don't know. At the homestead, yeah, in September. Well, how that goes, if we live stream it or not. But uh, yeah, it's uh, changes are happening, and whether we like it or not. So, yeah, so on that note, stay tuned. To, the, to everything's a season, and we have no idea what, this is a new season. And There's a time for every purpose under heaven, yeah. and it is sometimes it, it is scary. Yeah, so, and tough, and not fun. So, all right. So, we'll hope to catch you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban
homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, ooh, ooh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, ooh, ooh. we've got to help the garden grow. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East, Jordan. Keep Keep on on growing. Remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.